up, sister girls, and welcome to another episode of the Bougie Black Girls Podcast with your favorite host, Nikki G. Yep, that's me. Welcome to season two, count them two. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so I'm gonna let you guys know that the episode you're about to hear was pre-recorded for a couple months ago and I'm super late posting it, but I wanted you guys to hear this conversation because I felt like it was a very important conversation that needed to be had, that needed to be heard. And so I'm posting it regardless of its outdated content. So I'm not sure if anything has changed on this topic and I have not done enough research to know for sure, but um, this is what we talked about me and Razak, what we talked about uh, about a week after the decisions were made based on this topic. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I really did put my all into this conversation and I loved the flow of the conversation and I felt like it was very important to be heard. So please let me know how you feel about it and uh, enjoy the show. All right, so the topic, Lord, I'm kind of nervous. I'm I'm kind of nervous to hear your input on this topic. <laughs> well, I have I have um, I I've been having ongoing um, thoughts about it. Like, so I definitely uh, feel like a woman she does deserves the right to choose, and it's not like. It's not like every woman's going to choose to have abortions. Like every woman ever is just going to want an abortion. But in those cases where it's most beneficial for that person, or at least they might think it may be, who knows? Because we all make mistakes and we all don't. Um, we need to li- let people live. And for a group of old white men to try to tell you what you can do <laughs> with your body, I'm just like, this is right. ridiculous. Now, right. Of course, you got the, uh, you know, you got a couple of different schools of thought where you got the people that think that they're just doing it. They're just making these outlandish things so it can go up to, uh, so it can go to the Supreme Court and they can overturn Roe v. Wade. But more recently, I've been doing a little bit more, uh, just digging into it because it, it genuinely interests me. And I can't remember the, the guy's name, but it's this guy. He was a presidential advisor for uh, Bush and Clinton, and he's just been a, an advisor for a lot of uh, for a lot of right wingers. Okay. In his book, the on the very first page, it goes into something that, to the extent I'm paraphrasing of that it goes into the extent of the biggest threat to white America. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Sorry, I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. The biggest threat to white America is that they're not producing babies at the same capacity as that the immigrants are. As minorities, yep. So now here we go. These people that have that like-mindedness are trying to keep immigrants out and trying to not not trying to force women to keep all babies when the reality is 60% of all women having babies are white. Now it's starting to sound like a 
uh, a a uh, very very weird form of self preservation. That's exactly what it is. I definitely feel like being that they know that sixty percent of the amount of women having abortions are Caucasian knowing that that's what keeps their numbers down and re- realistically speaking the amount is like that because they really have better resources than the minorities anyway so you really screwed yourself by giving Planned Parenthood out putting it out there allowing these women that have those resources to get those abortions to get those abortions you've messed up your own numbers but regardless you don't tell a woman what she can or cannot do with her body. That's just how I personally feel. Now, I did have a friend that I had this conversation with that gave me a different perspective. I didn't agree with him, but (laughs) it was a different perspective on the fact that abortions are not um, healthy for women, that they oppose uh, threats not only during the procedure, but after the procedure, and that maybe this was a decision made by the government to help uh, I guess with our health or or to prevent us from doing things that are detrimental to um, us as women but yeah. I, I think that answer lacks consistency because if that was the case why, um, why would the government feel like it's okay for all these plastic surgeries to happen that that have health exactly risks the, everything from the food that we eat to the air that we breathe that's constantly okay. contaminated that's cool but oh wait abortions now now you want to get moral I mean if, if, if somebody yeah. took that stance on every single thing even though I disagree with them I could still respect the fact that that's a that's a that's a moral stance and that's that shows integrity and character but just randomly pulling this out the crack of your ass no I'm not hearing that <laughs> wasn't hearing that at all and I was trying to like really open my mind to the argument because that's the person I am. I do try to like really hear out other people's sides, but I just wasn't finding it a believable enough argument. Like every argument he had, it wasn't complete, if that makes any sense. It wasn't complete. Like, oh, pro-life, but they're not really pro-life because what happens when uh, African-American people are gunned down? and the killers that are officers get off scot-free. That's not a pro-life choice. What happens with these um, immigrant immigrant kids that are being separated from their families in a cage? That's not a pro-life. That's like, it's just too many things going on in the government simultaneously that don't represent pro-life. And so I'm I'm not able to defend it. Now, one thing he did say about um, humane abortions and that about the fact that there are people that abort too late in the game and I do feel like that could be regulated to some extent. I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I did understand that, but I'm so sorry. That whole five week mark is unbelievable. Like most women are finding out right. that they're pregnant at five weeks. And and basically trying to say it's only legal to have an abortion before you know that you're pregnant. It's just ridiculous. Like Come on. It's not reason. That's not a reasonable. And, it's not a reasonable law. And then for the the penalty to be ninety nine. Come on. Years, why is why is uh, why is the the doctor performing the abortion getting more time in jail than the than a, than the possible rapist that caused the pregnancy? 
Exactly. Let me tell you something. If I got raped and got pregnant, I'm killing everybody involved. Why? <laughs> Not everybody involved. I got a life sentence anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, either I carry this baby and, and mother this baby for life. I abort this baby and go to jail for life. Or I kill all y'all motherfuckers and go to jail for life. I'm going to take the latter. Hey, at least you get a little bit of vengeance in while you at it. Exactly. Y'all bitches is dying. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come for Nikki D. That's the point. And (laughs) and you made a point a second ago talking about them being pro-life. So there was, um, there was like Elizabeth Warren, a few women that are in legislation. They were like, okay, well, check this out. If this is how you feel, fine. Make, why don't we add, uh, that mental health care and child care and prenatal, all these things should be free. And they were like, no. Well, bitch, you don't care about nothing. It has nothing to do with this. You don't care yeah, about if, life. You don't care about sustaining life. You care about numbers. That's all it is. If if you if if you really cared, you would be like, oh yeah, of course. We don't. We'll have all kinds of government assistance to make sure you're having a happy, healthy child that has access to health care and education. But no, once you're born, good. Now we got another child in the system. I had a. I, I, I was right. even. I was even. And I don't know. Maybe this is digging too deep. But just in the course of me trying to make sense of all this craziness, I was just thinking like there was a time, and I, I, I because I'm black, I'll just use slaves as an example because I have a little bit more of a, a connection to that. At no point was slave masters trying to keep their what they felt was their property from reproducing because they wanted more. Mm-hmm. And you know, exactly. these people, they just gonna have these kids. That's just more people throwing jail, more people throwing the system. And you know what? Fuck that. That's really, I mean, that was, that was, that, that's that, what was, it was. that, that right there is, 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 is a little bit ridiculous. And as a dude, I'm like, if a woman wanna have a baby, okay, maybe if I, if I have me a child with someone, right, that's a real conversation we wanna, we might wanna have. If, if one of us thinks that the, that, it's good and the other one doesn't. But even then, eh, it's your body, your rules. What can I say? And you know, I'm not going to lie. When I had this this um, debate, I'll say, with that group of friends, we did talk about how a woman has a, a lot of power in that moment. And I personally do feel that in some ways that is unfair when it comes to that couple and that relationship and what that, you know, specific dynamic looks like because... If I'm a woman and I carry a child full term and that person that I had that baby with did not want that child, I don't think that it's fair for me to co- go back and and now request child support and now force this person to ch- care for a child that they did not want to. Yeah, that's real. And, that's, way, that's real. and, it's, and it's happening. In a way, yeah, in a way, that's exactly what's happening to women now. And that's not something that we had to deal with in the past. But that is something that men had to deal with in the past. They did have to deal with someone else making a decision for their lives for the rest of their lives. And then being able to take it to court and say, like, oh, I'm garnishing your checks. And I'm, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like, a, I'm that's a point I did not think your of. whole life up. Yeah, they did make that point to me. And I was like, wow, okay, I get that. And I don't agree with that. I think that there needs to be more compromise. Um and more laws that are out there to defend and protect our men. Uh, But at the end of the day, 
I'm the one that has to carry that child. So no, no one should be able to tell me that I have to get an abortion. Someone should be able to say, well, you know, you chose to keep that child and that man did not agree to that. So you are solely responsible and there's no way you can backtrack on that. Yes, that should be true. But you can't tell me that I have to keep a child I don't want to keep. And you should not tell me that I have to abort a child I don't want to keep. Like, I mean, that I do want to keep. Like, those things should solely be... I don't see how we don't have a, a women's council of health not not just you know these old dudes it should be all these and it should be Becky should be up in there because um, you know <laughs> Becky got to say so as well as we should have um, LaQuisha should be up in there too because she got some say so they need to be representative mm-hmm. of all the people that's going to be affected and I don't have yeah. a vagina you know Yeah. I don't see why I mean but and even to that effect the majority of people that's getting affected well, I want to say I don't. I know I don't know for sure, but anecdotally, from what I could see, the people that's getting affected by these that by this child support, those are people of color. And want no people of color up in there making that decision, even though that one woman did. Um, she did that one uh, woman governor did sign it, which I don't know what what was going on with that. Let me tell you, Stockholm syndrome. Okay? Yeah, yeah. You they, <laughs> you know what? You you might be hitting the nail on the head on that one. Not to say that we're still held captive because I don't feel that way, but you know, if you love the system, you still right. love your captors because the system is not built for us, the system was built for, for them. them, it's not built for us, it and, ain't broken, it's working how it's supposed to at some point. Exactly. That's a reality that at some point we have to understand. So either you get with the program or you stay blind and continue to fall in line with their system. It's just it's just frustrating like, always having to always having to fight for people and wait for them to wake up, you know. But until you know until they wake up, just gotta keep fighting. Yeah, I know it. That I definitely understand. It's very difficult to have co- these kinds of conversations with people that aren't ready to hear right. them. You know, it's like uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what happened with me that I just suddenly woke up one day. But <laughs> thank God, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, it was a process. It was. I, I. At least you woke up one day. For me, it was a long, drawn-out process. I was one of those people that didn't think. You know, I was like twenty-five. Oh, I'm not supposed to make it to twenty-five. Cool. Well, let's make these irrational decisions. I just got it. Right. And then your then your WS yeah. past twenty five, you probably like what I had to start fuck? planning then. I was like, all right, well, here we go. Future. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I guess maybe because my mom was like that. My, my mom was always thinking ahead at a game. So like I was raised in it. So here I am at twenty five, able to think past what most people at twenty five would be thinking and like greatly appreciative of that. But it is also very saddening because you look at the world around you and you start realizing like how much is not going in the favor of your people and it's like like how do I you know what I'm saying how do I make an impact on that how do I change that how do I adjust this so that like more people more of my people are able to like wake up and do what's necessary to like come up in this world I don't know I, I still haven't figured that part out but the podcast, this podcast is like another little stepping stone for me. So, and I'm sure yours is the same way. Yeah. Like, Def- I don't know. definitely. Well, well, the way <laughs> I look at it is, 
is for every however many people I talk to, I'm only going to be able to like start the catalyst for one or two. But that's all that we need to do because then if, if we can just keep that, it's, it's, it's a game of dominoes. And all you got to do is get that first domino to fall and you get a bunch after it. And I get frustrated, especially with conversations like these, because people start saying some stuff from like way out of left field. And I'm like, for real, like right. I almost want to fight you, but I know that's not going to get you, you know, listening to what I'm trying to say. But after right. that. That's how I felt. That's exactly how I felt during this debate. Like a lot of the stuff that he was saying, I was thinking to myself, like, that has nothing, nothing to do with what we're actually talking about. You know, uh, Re- reaching, you... reaching, trying to defend a government that does not defend you. Like, I don't. And that's when I get... call out, I'll, I'll call out their tactic. I'll be like, hey, so, so what you're doing right now is no longer talking about the actual topic, which means you know you lost this conversation. So go ahead, get mad, let the chemical reaction of emotion wash through you. But tomorrow when you wake up, you're going to realize that I was right. And maybe not. Like, I think that I'm, like, very comfortable with understanding that I'm not going to, it's not going to click for everybody. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me that. That, that It's the truth. It might not click for everybody, and that's fine. The people that it does, that it will click for, that's great but it might not click for everybody. And that's that's just how we work. Everybody's mind works differently. Everybody thinks differently. Everybody processes differently. It might not, what I say might not click, but I guarantee you at some point in that person's life, they'll have a, a moment or an experience that will change their perception. Yeah, that's true. And hopefully some of those conversations will come back to their head when, they, when, and that, when it happens. And they're like, you know what? Those things that wasn't ringing true are now ringing true to me. Here we are, exactly. So, I don't know, but you know what? The good thing about those kind of debates are good because if you're open-minded when you're having them, that person learns something. Hopefully, you get to learn something, and it's like everybody walks away with a little something. Like I said, I walked away with something in that conversation because I did hear from a man's perspective what it feels like to have always been in the place that they are just now putting women in, and it definitely hit me in a different way. Yeah. So just like you were like, oh wow, like I never thought about it like that, but that's exactly what it is. We've been trapping men for years. Well, since, it, like everybody we definitely, knows we that. We definitely <laughs> live. I, you know, just to just to be real, I understand that there's everybody go through struggles, but we have a double standard between men and women that a lot of times does play to the advantage of women because you know a split. Yeah. There's a lot of people right now that's uh, I'm all pro equality, but at what point do we be like, well, I right, if we gonna be equal, I shouldn't have to hold the door for you no more. I shouldn't have to pay for the first date no more. I shouldn't have to audit. No. Like, hey, hey, well, hold on. Hey. Let me be real. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not about to defend you. You go. This go. Just go. Take you over the edge when I say this. I am not a feminist. I am not a feminist. I will never claim to be a feminist. Half the stuff that they talk about, half the stuff that um, radical feminists are speaking on, I don't agree with. And it's because of that. It's because I do I do feel that some gender roles need to stay in place in order for men to be men and women to be women. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you choose to be a woman that wants to be a man or you like 
if you choose to take on that role, then that's on you and that's fine. But I definitely don't feel like we should be raising our men in this world where they feel that women are equal to them. Yes, you may be equal to them as far as your intelligence. Yes, you should respect women by all means because women are powerful, but men are also right. powerful. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they're, and they're powerful in their own right. And I feel like we're doing too much of trying to blend that. Like, just respect the differences. This is what you're good at. This is where you strive. That's great. But this is what I'm good at. And let me have that. And I think that too many women are trying to take that away from I, men. And it's like, that's why chivalry is I feel, I feel what you're why. saying. I'm really conflicted in a lot of that because I'll go ahead and say I do consider myself a, fem- a feminist because I, I believe the woman has the right to choose. Whatever it is you're choosing, choose yeah. your own stuff. But when we're it's it's this weird transition of trying to put people in a box but trying to not put them in the box at the same time that all right so is being a woman being equal on all accounts or is but to some women it's uh having gender roles and and for me to say that i believe i'm a feminist i believe in gender roles like yes let me take out the trash and do the heavy lifting and yeah i cook sometimes and i want to be able to provide but every now and again you know, you treat me to something nice. I I, I don't think I think too much. I, I, whatever your favorite food is, if you eat it every day for the rest of your life, you're gonna hate it. So you know, yeah, you you don't have to switch it up. But I do think gender roles in a non-oppressive sense really helps out because at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, we are deserving of equality, but we are fucking different. People like that, men and women, we're all the same. No, we're not. No, we're not. I can't. I I no, don't not, hold yeah. estrogen. I can't. I don't have mammary glands. I can't push a living being out of my body. We're totally different, and because of that, let's recognize that role. And that's the part that makes that's the part that makes me feel like I'm not a feminist because I will never feel like we are on the same playing field. Like I I will never feel like I'm trying to get the wording right so I don't piss off everybody. <laughs> piss them off. Piss them off. <laughs> But how do I, I would never feel like we, you know what I'm saying, are the same. We are built differently. There's a reason that men have testosterone and women have estrogen. There's a reason that I might be a little more emotional than a man. All of that has a purpose. And to ignore that to me is, or not ignore it, but like demand it be, yeah, demand it be ignored is like kind of, I just don't get yeah, it. I agree. I, don't, I just don't understand. I don't understand. If we're talking about uh, our ability to survive in, in the world, like if we're talking about equal pay, equal opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Cool. I'm with that. But that's not that's not to me about being a feminist. That's just about being uh, yeah. there. Like at the end of the day, women have to sometimes take care of their household. That's, a, that's the honest truth. It's, it's not fair that I should go and work the same job as a man, literally work the same job and give off the same service and not get paid the same. That's different. But there are women out here that's like, oh, don't open a door for me. I'm not fragile. I can do it. That, 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 that. Hell no. Open my door. Take out yeah, my trash. I, I'm, I'm with that. And I'm going to break This is what somebody <laughs> told me. And it was, it, it, I'll never forget, forget it. I was the teenager. They were like, a woman is 
basically has every egg she's ever going to have for the rest of her life already in her body. So that means... From the time yeah, we are Anything that you are doing is also being put into those unborn potential unborn children. So why have yeah. her stressed out at work doing heavy lifting and cutting all this, cutting the grass and stink trash and all these things when you, as a dude, can take that little bit of... Take that weight not off of the woman, but off of y'all seeds. Like you got to think about your yeah, seeds. You don't you you don't smash the seeds into a pulp before you put them in the ground because then they ain't gonna grow. That's true. And, but that's not how we look at it nowadays. We we we've gotten so polarized where it's like, nah, I am woman. Hear me roar. Yeah, roar on, boo. You do deserve the same amount of pay. But as a man, especially in where we at today and over the last few generations. A man's uh, worth is put on his ability to provide. So you take our ability to provide away, you take manhood away. What are you worth? So now, now, and I still think we deserve equal pay, but at the same time, I understand why some people will fight that because they're not they're not analyzing it as deeply, and what they realize, all they're hearing is damn. So basically, you just want to make me obsolete. I'm supposed to be, you know, man pounding my chest. You can't just defeat the house. You, you, you come into the point where if somebody come in your house, you can't even shoot them anymore. So I can't defend my house. I can't provide for my kids. What, what can I do? Yeah, I get that thought process. I get that thought process for sure. Um, I think that when it comes to that, the only thing I'm thinking about is for those women that don't have that man. You know what I'm saying? And they still have Word. to survive too. And that's the only time that I can see feminism as being beneficial for those kind of women. But in the same breath, <laughs> there are some women out here that that just choose not to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have that. And it's like, if that's what you want, then that's what you want. But like them, I feel like the whole movement of trying to make that like one big thing where everywhere the woman is recognized as equal to a man and just trying to push it. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to push that right. idolization onto everybody. I don't think that's right, but I feel the same way about a lot of stuff. I feel the same way about religion. I feel the same way. Like, I just feel like do what you do and that's it. Why do you have to force right. everybody right. else to do what that's, you do? That, that's a real good point because the, the way you are, the way you are self and not even going into a whole gender thing, but the way you self identify yeah, that's you. You, yeah. you can identify yourself however you want to. You don't have to force that on everybody else. The yin never complains about being the same as yang. They just both do their thing separately and how it, how it's supposed to be. Yeah, and everything falls into place. So that's how you create balance. You use yin and yang. So. <laughs> Man. But yeah, like I don't know. I, I have. I'll get off my soapbox about this eventually, but. For right now, the whole feminist movement is my soapbox. Like I, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I don't I'm, like I'm with part of it. Like I said, because the the main thing is I. Well, we also have yeah, a different perspective. Yeah, like, and that's so what I was about to say. I look at it like you know, women do deserve the right to choose, and um and, and I'm anti-oppression of anybody for any reason. Um, but at the same time, where there's a very clear cut, there is hyper masculinity and toxic masculinity. That the same happens for femininity. Uh, there is toxic and hyper versions of it that kind of pollutes the water and, and it plays it to the disadvantage. And the women that, you know, even down to the point where, oh, this guy, 
you know, Emmett Till and all these people uh, or whatever. There's people that will say that somebody hit on them. Now they fired from their job or something like that. And it's like, man, you wouldn't have mind if he was cute. Now, some people do get inappropriate. But some people, you just, you know, come on. You, it, it gets weaponized and that ain't cool. So that's where so it can get a little bit difficult for me. Like, I, I want women to have all their power and everything, but you can't. You just can't trust everybody. Some people just be tripping. Facts. <laughs> like that whole book, believe the women. Yeah, let's believe the women after we get a little evidence first. Let's 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 believe everybody according to the evidence, because folks be lying out here. <laughs> that's true. Folks be out here lying. Right. That's definitely the truth. Sad but true. The world we live in, man. <laughs> but yeah, so this abortion thing, I don't know. I hope that it's revamped. I hope that it doesn't stay the whole five week mark. I, I, I hope that they see how yeah. humane that is. Well, as it stands now, it's not in the law. I don't think it'll really go. I don't, honestly, I, I'm hoping that it won't really go to the Supreme Court because at the end of the day, let's just call it like, let's, let's say it like this. That means that they need to also change every menu to say, on your breakfast sandwich, you have scrambled chicken. Just say, <laughs> for real, that's scrambled chicken. That ain't eggs no more. That's scrambled chicken. But they ain't gonna do that. So sure. it goes back to that, that consistency. And I'm no lawyer, but if I'm gonna, if I, if I have to argue it, I'm like, well, if it's like that for this, why isn't it like that for that? Get that mess out of my face then. True. Consistency. The government is terrible yeah, at consistency, true. though, and I think we all know that. Yeah, they'll word one thing one way, and then the next thing it'll be completely worded differently, and you'll try to like use that against them, and they'll be like, nope, it's different because blah, blah, blah. No, you know I can hear you, right? I do want to say that. Like, you know I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the days where it's just telegraph like, newspapers and half folks can't read. Like I can go back and play right. it right now in front of your face. Right, like this shit is on the internet. Right. You know that, right? And they be straight face. <laughs> they just keep that straight. If anything, I tell you what, I ain't never playing poker with them because they they know how to keep a straight face. <laughs> they be, You'll lose every yeah, time. Yeah, I be like, I be telling them. My face tell on me every time. They be looking like, no, nah, no, nah, I never said that. Like you literally just said it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had the whole sideways face, like whole side eye. Like what? Are, what? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> like hell no, that shit's funny though. I don't know. We'll yeah. see what happens. Uh, to the audience listening, um, maybe I'll do another podcast on this. Like once it's all boiled down I don't know I'm so conflicted with this topic that like it honestly makes my stomach yeah. hurt so, <laughs> so I don't know maybe I'll do another topic on it or maybe I'll some, do another uh, some episode on it some follow up some little details we'll see I don't know we'll, we'll think about it we'll think about it but me and you definitely need to do yeah, another collab because yeah I like I like this this is fun I'm enjoying myself and uh, let's do a lighter topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was heavy. <laughs> like, I can feel it on my heart right now. I need to go have me a beer or something. I'm in, it's in my stomach. Like, I need to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> that's, hey, that's real right there. It, it hurts. <laughs> but yeah, we definitely all gonna right. do this again, though. 
we'll do this again. All right. So until next time. Oh, tell the people where they can find you. That's very important on the So podcast. you can find me at Real Talk with Razak. That's R-E-S-A-Q. Real Talk with Razak. Of course, you can find me on the gram, Twitter, Facebook, Real Talk Razak. I'm always around. Send all your hate mail. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And again, if you already been a follower, uh, avid listener, you know you can find us on Instagram at the underscore bougie black girls and on Facebook at the bougie black girls. And yeah, talk to me. Um, don't send me hate mail, please. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you feel so inclined, I won't read them. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> See y'all in the next episode. Bye.